And that's one of the things about religion that we have to remember when we're talking about that makes it such a, a hot topic issue is because we're talking about law. Who gets to be God? Who gets to be God's deputies? Who is the most high? Who is the divine authority? It's all about the claim to the most high. The only way that somebody can be higher than us is if we give away our power. Because there's nobody, we're all equal. But we're not equal in our knowledge, so ultimately, I think it does have to be a hierarchy, but it has to be a cooperative hierarchy, like a bee colony. We have to, it's about what our value system is, what we care about. Hello, Hive Mind. Today is November 5th, 2020. Remember, remember the 5th of November, which of course refers to the old poem um, that's in reference to Guy Fawkes and his plan to take down the monarchy within government in the UK in 1605. Um, I highly recommend looking into that. Also, we hear this Remember, remember the 5th of November in V for Vendetta as well. But I am your host, Brandon Martin, and welcome to the Cubbyhole Podcast. This is the 28th episode of the Cubbyhole Podcast, where important topics are unveiled, discussed, and tested. Our website is cubbyhole.com, C-U-B-B-Y-W-H-O-L-E. Dot com. That's C-U-B-B-Y-W-H-O-L-E dot com. And today, I'm really excited to be back on here uh, to continue breaking down the methods of manipulation. Now, what we have previously covered in the methods of manipulation are the tactics of obfuscation, worldview poisoning, preying on primal fears, divide and conquer, and we ended on indoctrination, which is where I'm going to pick up at. Now, if you are just tuning into this show, I highly recommend that you go back to episode one and start from there and work your way forward chronologically through these episodes. The only way you're going to get the entire tapestry that Nate and myself are trying to lay out in this podcast is by starting on episode one. So on my last solo show, I covered the method of manipulation known as worldview poisoning and explained how they try to convince people that we are fundamentally evil, that the dark occult sorcerers want to program us, especially during the formative years, into a religious dogmatic belief system where we start to see humanity in a negative light from the beginning, that we are born evil, that we are born with sin, which we know, and like I explained in that episode, is completely fallacious and erroneous. It holds no bearing towards the truth. It has no direction towards truth. It is an illusion, and it is based on lies and deceit. Human nature is programmable, which I explained, and depending upon the programming of the being, will, deter will determine the 
quality of behaviors that are manifested into reality. The next one that I covered was manipulation through primal fears or preying on primal fears. The primal fears which are stored in our subconscious mind. These four primal fears are darkness, predators, abandonment, and chaos. And through things like problem-reaction-solution methodologies, they are capable of manipulating and steering our behaviors towards a predetermined outcome because they understand how our psychology works and what we are going to do with our behaviors when in face of certain situations and scenarios. The next one that I covered was divide and conquer. Now, obviously, most people should be familiar with this, but just to rehash a little bit over what this is about, this is about dividing us on all fronts, whether it be race, sex, nationality, ethnicity, religious beliefs, monetary status, social status, materialistic possessions. They want to use anything that they are capable of using to make sure that we are divided, even going as far as initiating that divide by paid provocateurs and other um, agents that influence the way that we are looking at certain situations so that we behave irrationally out of our emotions and start to accuse the other people who are within our group or within our, our, um, our movement. So this is also about the infighting. So it's about dividing us on all things. It's about creating the schism in the mind, which, which manifests into a schism between each other. The next one was indoctrination. And how we are fed lies and manipulation and strategically molded from a very early age through the educational system to make sure that we are obedient servants to the system so that we learn what to think but not how to think. So indoctrination is one of the main methodologies to get to young children but it is used through things like propaganda. It is used mainly through the institutionalized educational systems that we currently have, which pushes us into a chronic left brain imbalance where we get locked into our ego identifications with certain roles in society so that we never come to truly understand our own infinite value, our own infinite worth. And so that we never understand what's really going on around us and within us. So that we never actually rise up, rebel, and elevate ourselves and enlighten ourselves to how we can really create positive change in this world. The education system is not true education. Education is supposed to bring you out of darkness into light. What it is is a outcome-based indoctrination system that pushes you towards an institutionalized dogmatic belief system where things like art and music are sacrificed for very trivial other skills that most people never use or utilize in their everyday life. There is no street-wise intelligence that comes out of the modern education system. 
It is simply do what you are told. Repeat after me. As long as you answer, do not ever question the answers. Do not ever question what I provide as an authority figure or what the other authorities that have written these books that have been published by the um, the Rockefeller and, and Rothschild uh, funded publishing companies, you know, so we really need to understand how our education system has diminished our own intelligence and has led, especially in the Western culture, absolutely in the Western culture, which is interesting to see this because if we correlate the brain to the planet and we're thinking about where these these things are taking place on the planet in reference to the brain and correlated to the brain we see that we're being pushed into a left brain imbalance and then we're also manifesting this left brain imbalance in the majority on the left hemisphere of the brain so we're seeing it in the western hemisphere which what we are truly seeking to have is holistic intelligence. We're trying to activate unactivated portions of our brain or atrophied portions of our brain. We want to stimulate new neurodevelopment through the neocortex, through the higher part of our brain. We talked about how the brain works and the functionalities and how it plays a critical role in our behaviors in society. We've talked about what happens when we go either into a chronic left brain master think imbalance or chronic right brain slave think imbalance. We've talked about the schism that occurs between these ideologies um, that are mainly being stimulated by those imbalances. So we really need to get people on board with the brain functionality. It's such an important and required knowledge at this point in our development so that we can help so that we can help evolve and push our species forward into a higher level of thinking. This is really what we're trying to bring down on this podcast is higher learning. We're trying to get to higher learning and this stuff isn't even the higher learning. This is all the basics. We're covering the basics of all the esoteric and occult knowledge out there just to get people on the path, to whet their appetites, to get them on the journey, to get them to go and introspect and start to look inwardly towards themselves and find out their own infinite values so that we can really create a change, find out how they function on the inside and how that creates the physical reality on the outside. So we need a whole brain educational system that encompasses the left and right sacred masculine and sacred feminine attributes of ourselves. We need to incorporate the mystery traditions into modern education instead of looking at them as some kind of taboo or evil type of knowledge. Um, this knowledge is required for our species to move forward. That is really what we are here to do, is to discover the hidden truths about ourselves and about reality. That's what we're trying to utilize. Truth is the fundamental principle that we have to really 
use to evolve ourselves. If we are living in illusions and deception and through manipulation, then we are going to stagnate as a species and we will not move any further. We will be stuck in a cul-de-sac. So we're going to move on from indoctrination to controlled opposition. Now, controlled opposition is the idea that there is seemingly two different forces at work, but in fact, they, behind the scenes, are shaking hands and working together. So, I mean, there is no better example of this than political elections, um, of the Democrats versus the Republicans. There is no better example of this form of controlled opposition. The illusion of choice is what it is. The illusion of having power to, to make a change when, in fact, either choices that you choose lead to the same slaughterhouse. It leads to the same predetermined agenda. Even though the application of that agenda may differ in minor ways, the agenda of full control, full dominance over the species is still the same. We do know who actually won the election, and that's the dark occult controllers who manipulate both both parties. It's two wings of the same bird. So controlled opposition is the idea that both opposing forces are being manipulated and controlled by a unified force behind the scenes, a covert force that is giving you two deceptive ideas of choice, two deceptive ideas of freedom of choice. I mean, you can vote all you want. The flight plan of total dominance over the species will not change because these people are puppets themselves. They're not the ones really in control. They're not the ones who really have the power over all the people. Yeah, they have some power, but not the totality of the control like the dark occult ruling class or the World Bank cabal that runs everything. The world banking cabal that runs everything. And beyond the bankers, there are, you know, ancient bloodlines that run though them. You know, you think the people that really are in control are that worried about money? You think that they're just in this for the profit monetarily? I, I'm so sick of hearing people just say, oh, it's just about how much money they can make because you know, they're putting us, they're making us debt slaves. Yeah, that's one level of it. That's absolutely for sure. And we're going to talk about that here coming up. But that's not what the, the darkest, most highest level dark occult members are worried about. They're not worried about money. They're the ones who control the people who are printing the money. They don't give a shit. You think that you're going to run into these people at your local Walmart or wherever that you go shopping, which I highly recommend not shopping at any of these, you know, major corrupt corporations that we see. Take your money to places that you really um, can make a difference with, you know, small businesses specifically. But, you know, my point here is that the real dark occult, they're not worried about you know, how much profit they can make at this point. Yeah, maybe at one time they were worried about that, but they got that completely on lockdown now. They're not worried about that. They control the people who print the money. So the idea here of controlled opposition is that most people believe that these two ideas of 
the illusion of choice that somehow they're going to get good from choosing whichever party they have egoly identified with um, and emotionally attached themselves to, um, you know, there's going to be some kind of actual change or shift in our society by constantly rotating these corrupt pedophiles that are ruling our country right now and ruling our world. So, you know, you really you're not going to make a change. And to tell you the truth, let's just go ahead and talk about this just a little bit right now. You know, you don't have the right to vote. You really don't. You don't have that right. You cannot delegate wrongs. You cannot magically make a wrong into a right. And voting is the advocation and condonement of violence used through the state to force your ideas upon other people. That's not your right. You can't do that when it's just a few of you. So what makes you think you can do that at the government level, at a societal level? You don't have that right. It doesn't exist. It's an illusion. There is no such thing as the right to put other people in positions of authority to force your ideas and and others' ideas through violence upon anybody. That right doesn't exist. Get it through your head. I mean, I see women nowadays who are completely identified, politically identified with with their right to vote, you know, like how how much pride they have in this magical right to vote. Well, it's not a right. Yeah, you got the ability to do that, but it's not a right. Don't confuse it. Men and women do not have the right to vote for masters of other people. You don't get over it. Stop doing it. You know, I, I don't know what else you want me to say. The only moral choice is that is to choose none. That is the only moral choice that you have in this situation. All other choices that condone the acts of violence through state hands are immoral. There is no morality between either two parties. Okay, they are both immoral parties and they both are controlled by the one party, which is government and the dark occult ruling class. So people really need to get a grip when it comes to this. Whether your vote counts or not, whether it actually makes a difference of which party gets elected is irrelevant to the actual morality of the action of voting and the consequences of those actions. Those who vote are literally condoning the use of violence to force people through legislative means, which are executed by the order followers to make sure people fall in line and obey through fear of punishment onto innocent people. You don't have that right. You cannot use that legitimately as a means to get your way. Yeah, you can use it. You can do it, but it's not legitimate. It's not moral and it's not a right. So there is no real difference between Republican and Democrat. There is none. They both end up trying to remove your liberties and they both are in the business of war, murder, control, manipulation, theft, theft of your liberties all around. For an example of this, I mean, just look to the 2004 election between John Kerry and George Bush. 
They both were members of the Skull and Bones Society. They both were family members, actually. They are related to each other. You think these people aren't working together behind the scenes to, to further their overarching control over this species? You got to be fooling yourself. You got to be you got to be a pathological liar at that point. You're pathologically lying to yourself over and over and over if you've convinced yourself that somehow these two parties are so much different and that somehow they have your back and somehow they're going to be uh, your friend and do the moral thing and do the right thing. It's an illusion. The only behaviors that are correct are moral behaviors because they are based in truth and they do no harm. And if we look deeper into the psychology behind why people are attracted to either or party, we can see that the people who are attracted to Democrats went through parental abandonment issues as children. They have mommy issues is what it comes down to. And then the people who are attracted to the Republicans, they have daddy issues. They went through parental abandonment with their with their father figures. And they are egoly identifying and emotionally attaching these traumas. So this is also a form of trauma-based mind control. Uh, where you know we have been traumatized, where they're using our fears, uh, some of our primal fears, uh, to influence the way that we are, um, like I said, emotionally identifying with either party based on what kind of lifestyle we went through as children, what kind of trauma we went through. So parental abandonment issues is one of the one of the biggest leading causes of people not being fully intelligent because guess what? Our parents abandoned us. They didn't teach us what we needed to teach. By the way, sorry about the background noise. There's, there's some construction going on outside. If that bothers anybody, it, it should be done here shortly. But we are almost done with this episode. Um, sorry about the short episodes as well. I've just been really busy lately, so I just I haven't really had the time to sit down and work out um, hour-long episodes. But, you know, I'm trying to get through this. We'll keep moving on here, and we'll get through this list. I'll cover at least one more of these methods of manipulation. And then in the next episode, definitely try to get through at least four more of them. Uh, so thank you for your patience with this and uh, definitely thank you for your support on this podcast. It means a lot to us and um, you know, get this, get this knowledge out there, get, get the word out there to people. So the next method of manipulation, and I'm going to have to speed this up a little bit because we're running out of time and we'll just have to continue this one into the next episode. But the next method of manipulation is the financial system which is probably one of the biggest methods of manipulation and one of the most ingrained into our, into our culture and into our programming. It is one of the biggest dogmatic belief systems that we have. Um, it, it is the biggest religion of our world. The belief in currency, that it's an actual real thing, that it is intrinsically, that it has intrinsic value, real value to the species, is one of the biggest mind control methodologies. And obviously, it's very difficult to not live without money. 
and we do have to compromise and figure out ways around this. And this says it all, folks. Meyer Rothschild, one of the originators of the Rothschild banking dynasty, said, Permit me to issue and control the money of a nation, and I care not who makes its laws. That should say a lot to people who are really trying to understand how this control system plays out. These people control the printing of the money themselves, so it doesn't matter who makes these laws, whether they're ethical or moral or not. What we have in our system today is a system of fiat currency. Now, a lot of people may not know that word. Fiat means so be it. And this is a form of magic or more accurately, sorcery. So, so be it is a magical phrase or a sorceric phrase that is being used because it is no different. They are printing all this money at the whims of their own discretion. They control the interest rate on the money that is loaned to us because our money isn't printed by our country. It is printed by the Federal Banking Reserve, which loans us money at interest, which means that if we cannot actually you know, make our own money, not that we actually need money in a system of abundance, but and, and I will explain that in the future, a complete system of abundance and what that means for money. Um, but we could never pay it back. You can literally never pay back the debt because every dollar is loaned to us at a certain percentage of interest. So there's no way that we could actually ever pay that money back because where do we get all our money? From the Federal Reserve, the ones who control the interest rate. The Federal Reserve System is something people really need to educate themselves on, especially the laymans who are just coming to this information. It simply is a conglomeration of corporate, privately owned banks that has nothing to do with our system of government, which is totally privately owned and operated, which essentially controls the direction in which our nation is headed. And every nation is headed. If you control the way the finances of a nation operate and and if you can monopolize the means of barter, the means of exchange, the medium of exchange, right? If you can monopolize the medium of exchange where there is only one type of currency that is legal tender that can be used in a nation then ultimately you have all the control over everything. Everything uh, that is developed, that is produced, that is distributed, everything, the way that people behave, the way that people work, the way that people live, you literally control every little aspect of everybody's lives um, to such a high degree. I mean, there's a small percentage that is not controlled by money, obviously, But, I mean, it's so much, it's so radically outrageous how much money dictates the way that we live our lives. Money itself is a proxy. It is a method of manipulation to ensure 
that we spend our time and attention in these ego-identified roles that our indoctrination systems have led us into. See, a lot of this connects to what Nathan was talking about in the previous episodes about the death of the imagination and how we cannot imagine a different system other than the one that we currently have. Okay, guys, so that's all we have time for on this show. On the next episode, um, I will be opening this financial manipulation up a little bit more, and then we will be progressing through the next few methods of manipulations. I really hope that you guys have found clarity and value in this show today, and you can find all of our previous shows and our presentations and our news updates at the Cubbyhole website. That is C-U-B-B-Y-W-H-O-L-E.com. Also, please make sure to keep your eyes out for future shows as we go further into mind control. And as a reminder, all of our shows come out every Monday at 6 p.m. Pacific Time and every Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time. So stay tuned for more episodes coming up. Thank you and keep transcending dogma.